Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode, we're going to consider Irish recognition biometric technology available to hold employees accountable and the benefits seen to enterprise organizations. And joining me on this show, a returning guest is Mohammed Murad, Vice President, Global Sales and Business Development over at Iris ID, and Ken Malin, Sales Manager from Teetering. So listeners, uh, you know that I'm a simple guy. You regular listeners of this show when I'm a simple guy. I like to try and keep my episodes pretty simple, straightforward. We've got a couple of guests on today. They're talking about related but different things. And um, I thought the way we're going to approach this particular episode is we're going to catch up with Mohammed and talk a little bit about what Iris ID are getting up to before we then get to know Ken Malin. So Ken, Mohammed, thank you again for joining me. And Mohammed, let's you and I start by having a bit of a chat. Uh, firstly, Mohammed, why do you believe that companies should be upgrading to biometrics when it comes to time and attendance solutions? Um, since we last spoke back in 2020, while well, it was a different world then, how has the use of contactless biometric devices by organizations evolved? How has acceptance for them changed? How has it become more of a norm because of the digital world that we all live in now, which perhaps didn't exist pre-pandemic? Great question. As you know, the technology has evolved over the period of many, many years, and Biometric has been involved in um, recognizing or identifying employees all throughout that time. Uh, now organizations are looking at getting the Biometric uh, plugged into their organizations uh, as, as a format of uh, non contact application. So um, since 2020, as we all gone through the pandemic issues, people are trying to avoid, or organizations specifically are trying to avoid to have anything to do with touching um, uh, uh, devices that will spread any sort of uh, pandemic type of virus, et cetera. So we, we see the contactless biometrics on a, in a, on a trajectory, trajectory that will um, all organizations, small, large, or enterprise level, uh, looking to adopt. Perfect. Thank you very much. Uh, listeners, by the way, as you know, usually we start with a get to know you question, um, but Mohammed has been on the show before. So instead, I'm going to urge you to check out that previous episode. There'll be a link to that in the show notes. And that's because we've got two guests today and a whole bunch of questions. And I know that you like it to be a certain time frame. Um, so Mohammed, continuing through, in the context of employee privacy, then, are there any misconceptions? There are tons of misconceptions about biometric and privacy, et cetera, et cetera. So um, anyway, let's start this question from a privacy perspective and the inclusion of biometrics in that. So as, as a company that has been doing biometrics for over 25 years, we believe that uh, biometric is actually providing an envelope of privacy for an individual. So it only you as an individual will have access to that information that is guarded by, by biometrics. So there is a huge amount of misconceptions about the privacy issue and, and the misuse of biometrics. Uh, and, and we believe that 
with our technology because it's an opt-in solution. That means I need to be presenting myself in front of the device to be identified. So we are not doing any sort of surveillance. Where biometric intersects with issues in, in this space is when you start looking at an or companies or, or, or technology misuse where talking about surveillance and, and looking at people's face uh, images of, of other sites that you, know, you shouldn't be doing. So, well, basically with Iris ID technology, uh, we are really a big holder of your privacy. We believe in that, that individuals' biometrics should be protected. We provide all sorts of um, security technologies on top of the biometrics, so your templates are very much protected and can only be used in, in, in the matter, manner that they're supposed to be uh, designed to be used or, or have been <clears throat> part of the application that, that should be used with. Um, additionally, what we offer is, uh, you know, so consent and attestation. So a lot of our partners are, in, are starting to include uh, those sort of messages. And we have a complete privacy policy that we provide to our customers and partners as, you know, as, as a matter of uh, normal business. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Work patterns have changed a lot, as you and I have both mentioned in this conversation so far today. Uh, changed a heck of a lot over the last few years. Um, what do you say to those who would suggest that an employee should be measured on their productivity? We talk about this a lot on this show, Mohammed. Well, for example, I had a chap on who was a big proponent of the four-day work week, and he was saying if you can get your time done in four days instead of five days, then um, do hours matter so much? Um, what do you th- what would what do you think? What would be your response to the suggestion that an employee should be measured on productivity rather than hours logged? Well, I, I think uh, both have validity. Uh, of course, you should be measured on the kind of work and, uh, and production that you're doing, uh, but at the same time, to make sure that you are getting paid for, for the work that you have performed, uh, there, should, there should be an exact measurement. And what biometric technologies are offering is the exact measurement of when you arrived and when you, when, when you left. And the product, your productivity measurement is going to be done by your supervisors, how much you accomplished within that period. Um, you know, there are rules and laws in every state in the United States and other parts of the world. They offer that, you know, an individual should be working at, at a certain period of time. Um, and after that, they should be eligible for, for overtime, et cetera. So by inclusion of these time clocks and, and, and biometric technology to identify them, when they arrived and when they when they finished work, I believe it's necessary. So they both need to go productivity measurement, so you can get paid more, and then time counted when you when you were um, at that location. They need to work in um, with each other, so they they are not uh, you know exclusive. They they should be mutually uh, applied. In our last conversation, Mohammed, uh, we looked at the then new Iris Time, a tool to provide a high ROI by eliminating costs associated with administrating and managing 
punch barcode and magnetic swipe or proximity cards and pins. Um, what's happened since? Tell us more about the deployment and response to Iris time over the, over the last few years. Yeah, we, we had great response. It's a fantastic technology. We have taken the strongest biometric available in the market with the best application of a tablet. We combine them together. Uh, great response from the customers. We have thousands and thousands of these installed across. We have major contracts with major P, uh, I, I guess they call them PEO uh, type of organization that take our technology incorporated into each, uh, their human resource management solutions. Um, additionally, what that opened up uh, our solution to organization was the ability uh, our partners can build an application that can sit on our device. That means it's not, no longer just clocking in and clocking out. It is also a user interactive application. So I can see what my vacation hours are left. I can see how much overtime I have worked. I can even, if it is connected properly and integrated into uh, uh, appropriate applications, I will be able to see what my 401k is. Uh, Etc. So it basically a not only it's a clocking in clocking out device, it also could be used as a um, uh, employee information. And looking at all those things, we our some of our ISV partners. Uh, you're going to be talking to Tan afterwards. They have taken that and built applications and and really built an, a strong ecosystem of our technology um, for for the end users. Okay, great. Let's talk more about your partners then. Um, and, and what that means for you guys. Uh, Iris, Iris ID says it's the only biometric workforce management solution with a full ecosystem of partners. Um, what does that look like? Can you sort of tell us more about that? And, and what does it mean for your customers? Well, what kind of extra access does that give to your customers compared to using your competitors, I guess, is what I'm asking you. Well, I mean, when we started this pro or built this product and had it available in the market, the whole idea was that we want to build a technology that other partners who have expertise in their particular areas, uh, vertical markets, they can take those expertise and build applications that will sit on the device. Uh, that opens up a, a whole new world for, uh, for them and for our product and customers can now very pinpointly say, hey, I would like to have these type of things addressed on this particular uh, application within a larger organization. So they can have multiple type of application devices running on each device for different areas. So if you have an assembly line that that, that requires a different type of input input from the end user or or the or the end uh, yeah end user, they can they can put that. Uh, interact with the device and or somebody is working in the warehouse they have different needs that that application so our partners have, have embraced that uh, very well that you know the technology works it has the ability to incorporate into very customized solution and our ecosystem has has grown so we have isvs or independent software vendors who are smaller and and, and uh, providing applications to a niche market. Then we have very large organizations. Um, I don't want to advertise them, but they are very, very big organizations of, in the United States. They have, they have adopted the technology to provide um, uh, provide solutions to, to their end customers. And they, some of them are on-premise solutions. Some of them are cloud-based solutions. So the technology has a real nice fit uh, into the into their applications. I've almost finished grilling you 
Mohammed. Okay, and then uh, and then we'll we'll connect back at the end again. Uh, just one more question for you for now. Uh, Iris ID recently added Tree Ring to its partner ecosystem, of course. And uh, in just a moment, Ken, who's been sitting here patiently waiting, uh, I'm going to start chatting with Ken um, uh, to help thousands of users nationwide stay productive and gain better insight as to how their operations are running, including monitoring profitability and ROI. So um, why don't you talk a bit about Ken before Ken talks a bit about you? Tell, tell us more. Yeah, so we're very excited to have TreeRing as, as in part of our ecosystem family. Um, it allows us to address a, a market segment that our product by itself cannot. Um, and we, we have, uh, they have done some, I'm gonna let them talk about some of their applications. Uh, some of the applications they have built are phenomenal and we, we love to, uh, uh, put them out there in the market. In in in, uh, I think there is an event coming up that we will be showing their product running on our device in 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 the booth. So we are very excited to have them part of our application, uh, our ecosystem. Okay, rock and roll. Well, that leads me on to saying, hey Ken, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much for for your patience there. Um, we're now gonna. Uh, chatted with you a bit. I've got uh, several questions for you now, um, but why don't you start by taking a, just a minute and telling our listeners a bit more about yourself and what your role is. Sure. Um, I have been um, with TreeRing probably in the neighborhood of about 12 years. My role is in the sales, uh, sales development, business development role, um, customer relationship, kind of multiple hats, but um, really the idea is to present the best products to clients and uh, you know, service them as best we can. Um, you know, we're very, very proud of our relationship with uh, Iris uh, Time and look forward to having a conversation with you further about it. What's the best thing about your job, Ken? Uh, the best thing about my job really is to be able to communicate with clients, hear uh, what's going on in the marketplace, learn new things, um, and uh, get the satisfaction that, you know, we're doing the job for. Uh, for clients, many of them have been with us with us a long time, so uh, you know we take pride in that. And really, also working with my colleagues, a lot of our my coworkers have been with Tree Ring for as long, if not longer, than I have. We've got a close knit group, and you know, again, the focus is on on product and and on customer. It certainly says a lot when you've got folks who stick around with you year after year. Um, okay, Let, let's let's get to know a bit more about how you guys are partnering up. Tell us tell us what your customers are saying about the Iris Time IT100. Sure. Um, I think to kind of echo the earlier comments, for us originally, uh, the idea was you know something that's reliable, easy to set up from an installation standpoint, very accurate, um, and then when they get it. We're hearing that the screen, the size of the screen, the accessibility is a big, a big plus as well. And and also, you know, we have these clocks out in, in sometimes some might consider harder to use or harder to recognize, pick up the biometric uh, piece of it environments. And we've never heard boo from anybody regarding the, uh, again the. Uh, the accuracy and reliability of, of them. So it's been almost exclusively strong positivity on, on what we're providing to them. Uh, how easy is the integration of the device with TreeRing Time then? Uh, we've got a 
mixture of listeners today, Ken, you know, HR folks, uh, leaders, CFOs, CEOs, you name it. Um, uh, give us an overview of, of what that looks like and, and what the ease is for, for the average listener. You know, since uh, the IT100 operates on an Android system, for us it was fa fairly simple to write our own custom application for it, and that was mentioned earlier, and that was a that's a big plus. Uh, our application on the IT100 enables uh, clients to have the ability to do a wide variety of functions and features that are built into our product, and is also available to them. So such things as obviously punching in and out, uh, changing their shifts. Um, they can transfer departments, uh, review timesheets, look at schedules, see benefit balances, do attestation, and that's particularly important to some clients in states where, uh, you know, compliance and regulatory um, uh, compliance is, is significant. So they're able to make attestations at the clock about uh, you know, what's happened at work, or uh, we uh, had uh, clients that were using the attestations during uh, COVID to document health status and a number of other things. So really, again, it's the prime uh, key was our ability to put our own custom application on it. Okay. So you mentioned a few client success stories just a moment ago. So uh, I'm guessing that you find that biometrics are replacing more traditional methods of timekeeping. Where do you see it going over the next couple of years as well? Well, I think that I see that as expanding the biometric capabilities are a big plus for clients once they take a look at and understand uh, the benefits. So, you know, those clients that have to maintain regulatory compliance, especially those with higher security requirements are the norm. Uh, you know, there's also uh, the established or perceived buddy punching ideas so this completely eliminates that and that's an immediate roi for a company that uh, had issues with that longer lasting rois um, you know are certainly there as well uh, reducing compliance costs and uh, we have a client that uh, has pointed to the acquisition of new business for them based on their ability to present an in-house uh, best-in-class biometric solution uh, that was a win-win for them and the contract they were trying to uh, trying to win, uh, where security and reliability they were major considerations for that client in winning that contract. And you know uh, the Iris uh, clock was uh, uh, front and center. Might not be might not be uh, saying too much. So it had a lot to do with them winning that business. Perfect. Thank you. I think for the last question here, instead of asking you to answer to me, uh, virtually turn around to Mohammed and uh, maybe share with Mohammed why T-Ring partnered with Iris ID in the first place and perhaps talk to him a little bit about some of your experiences so far. Well, um, for us, when Schlage discounted, uh, pardon me, discontinued their biometric hand punch readers, we went searching for a reliable alternative. Our focus uh, was on a touchless facial recognition clock, and we landed on Iris ID. Again, because we were impressed with the technology and, uh, you know, all of the other things that were mentioned, you know, our timekeeping solution 
we consider to be a best in class. It's in its eighth generation servicing clients for 25 plus years with features, functions, and benefits uh, that I mentioned earlier that rival companies that are quite a bit bigger than us. So it only made sense for us to align with you know, a solid biometric clock offering that mirrored our commitment to uh, employee uh, satisfaction and reliability. And after doing the evaluations, it was kind of a no-brainer uh, to get with Iris ID for a biometric clock option. And quite glad we did. There you go, Mohammed. High praise indeed, sir. Okay, guys, that takes us towards the end of this particular conversation today. Um, before we do wrap up, can you maybe let our listeners know how they can learn more about the Iris Time IT100? And of course, how can they connect with each of you? Is that email addresses? Is that LinkedIn? Are you all over TikTok? Tell us more. Uh, for me, a tree ring, uh, you know, I'm uh, readily available uh, via email, and that's uh, K and the last name M A L L I N at tree ring W S T R E E R I N G W S dot com. Uh, it's probably the easiest way to get me. Uh, phone number 678-552-2085 on LinkedIn as well. And, uh, you know, welcome anyone who might want to learn more about uh, Iris ID or uh, Tree Ring. Perfect. Thank you. And what about you, Mohammed? Oh, you can reach us uh, at www.irisid.com. And if you uh, need some information, please send us an email at sales at irisid.com. We, we have a big presence at LinkedIn, a uh, lot of documentation and case studies and interviews etc and videos of our product are available on our website in in the new event section so uh we we can be reached in lots of places and on a global basis okay very good very good that just leads me to say for today for this particular episode mohammed thank you very much for joining me again and ken it's been a pleasure getting to know you today thank you both for being uh being my guests great thank you for having us yeah same here thanks for sharing time and listeners as always until next time happy working Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.